My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. Times we have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Sorry, I got a little bit of new equipment here, so I'm just trying to... Hey, our flags are right side up. It must be we're having a show today that's going to talk about all the good things that are happening. It's good to be back, by the way. We're winning. Top of the, mor- top of the mind, Joe. I top, mean, of top, mind. Top, top of the mind. Top, top of the morning. Top of the morning. Sorry. Top of mind. Sorry. I want to be clear. I want to be clear. <laughs> I, I just If I wasn't clear, I want to be clear. So if I can just be clear, is it okay if I be clear with you? Because I'm trying to be clear. Come on, man. Right now. You know, uh, it's just top of mind right now because you did a great job the last couple days. I wasn't here, but I got to watch all the shows that you put on. Thought they were absolutely amazing. Um, so tell me, tell me what's top of mind for you, Apollo. But before we do that, we gotta we gotta bring CanCon in because why would we we want we wouldn't want to miss having CanCon on? So CanCon, welcome to the show, Brian. Hey. I call him Brian. <laughs> top say, top of mind, brother. Top of mind. You're, you're so top, top of, of mind. mind. I couldn't stop thinking about you. I was like, Brian, can't count. Brian, ooh, top of mind, top of mind, top of mind, top of mind. Liar, 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 I'm a little creeped out. Just a little creeped out. You weren't that high, top of my mind. I just want to be really clear. Yeah. Oh, I was that high. And uh, <laughs> dude, he's CanCon. Remember, he Can might have been, on, might have been that high. <laughs> and I got high. I got high. I got high. Oh man, that's a good song. How you doing, brother? I'm awesome. I'm really good. You know, we had a huge victory yesterday. Although, you know, tread lightly on that victory. Uh, got to keep all eyes on it. But yeah, I'm I'm really good, man. I feel I feel so confident after everything that's been going on the last couple of days. Kabuki Theater, and I said yes. this to you this morning. I have a I have a serious concern on whether or not that's what we're dealing with right now, you know, or, and and this is why. For those of you who don't know, we're going to run through a couple of news items, but the CEO of Connect, Conic, Conic, depends on who you're talking to and what station you listen to. C O N N E C H was arrested K-K-K. in Lansing. What's that? K. Sorry. K O N N E C H. K O N N E C H. Yeah, I would say that uh, my reason would be that I've been off for two days, but it was top of mind. So I should have, I should have been able to get that right, top of mind. And well, you can I, circle back and correct yourself. I want to circle back and I want to be very clear. <laughs> oh, you've been very clear. <laughs> I want to be very clear. I want to be very clear that it is. Well, Brian, break it down for us. It is the DA out of LA that made the yeah. arrest and is going to get access to all of those systems in LA 
for Koenig. And we know that the elections are stolen all over California, so it looks like Kabuki Theater. But just give us a breakdown of this, if you would. Yeah, so uh, we find out yesterday, just literally uh, like 36 hours maybe after the New York Times calls us all conspiracy theorists uh, again because we were destroying this. I mean, like literally they put up a picture in the article of the CEO, like a remorseful, all blacked out picture of him all by himself, head hung down like he's crying, mentioned in the article that he's been crying and he hasn't cried since kindergarten, but he's crying over the harassment and everything that's going on. They put out this article, and then the next day, the Los Angeles District Attorney announces that they've arrested him, and they're extraditing him back to Los Angeles, thanks to the Meridian Township Police Department out there in Michigan. Uh, and, you know, while it's a huge victory for us, because, you know, a lot of patriots, you know, going back to the pit... Um, out there in, uh, in Arizona with Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht where they disclosed all this information to a select group of conspiracy, theor conspiracy theorists, election deniers, as the New York Times calls us. Um, now we have a little bit of indication, but, you know, like you said, Joe, this is potentially Kabuki Theater. You know, be careful because this is a George Soros, uh, you know, a George Soros district attorney who has been soft on crime, a... Uh, a, a place like Los Angeles where election fraud is rampant. It's one of the few jurisdictions, I believe, in America. I think it's the only jurisdiction that still uses Smartmatic machines. I think they're the only one. So, yeah, got to be got to tread lightly with all of this. So, so here it is, and we're going to go back. We have a couple other things that are breaking that nobody heard about in the United States because the mainstream media decided not to cover them. But I want to talk about this really quick. This is the article came out that you put in the Gateway Pundit. Um, Connick CEO Eugene Yu was arrested today in Los Angeles County connection with the theft of personal data. The alleged stolen data belonged to poll workers. And, and this is unbelievable, by the way, because this is going to cut into, I'm going to read a little bit more of this, but this is going to cut into the, the project that me and, and, and someone who will remain nameless at the moment uh, worked on related to identity theft over in Romania. We were given access to nearly 25 million names of people where they had stolen that information in order to create fake identities in the United States inside the election machines. And we were talking to a whistleblower about it. So we're going to figure out how we can put all this together. But this relates to that. So, so let me just dive more into this. Um, the alleged data, stolen data belonged to poll workers and was the subject of True the Vote pit in Arizona last August where uh, Catherine uh, Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips uh, uh, singled out the company. At, and I can't read it because behind me. During the pit, August Phillips and uh, Engelbrecht have less, uh, alleged that they were cooperating with the FBI in Michigan and the data uh, being sent overseas by this company. The investigation quickly started uh, to turn on them after the FBI started to distance, distance themselves from the investigation. Um, if you go a little further up, I want to go over this because you wrote a substack on this and so did Kanakoa. You just went past it. Oh, whoops. Sorry. Go down there. We keep going. There you go. Journalist Incognito Kanakoa has covered the company and researched them better than anyone. Here's a link to the LA County website. So problem here, Brian. Super, super big problem. You know what that problem is? The FBI knew about this information. This is this is alleged election fraud, and yet they handed it over to the most liberal, the most disgusting DA in the entire country, a Soros-backed DA who is under huge fire in LA for what they've done to that city, right? Yeah, he was he was he was on a vote for for recall, which surprisingly he somehow managed to uh, you know, win. <laughs> Dominion machines or I'm sorry, those are those are Smartmatic. 
I think they're Smartmatic. I, I, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I believe they yeah. are Smartmatic. They are Smartmatic. You're right. You are right. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's 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 mind blowing that this happened. Now, now the, the key there is that Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht, when we were at the pit, they talked about the FBI involvement. They said that the FBI was willing to jump into this, and they were they were cooperating and everything. And then he said, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the the whole uh, you know demeanor of the FBI completely flipped, and it went from we're helping you figure this out. American citizens are under attack. You know, PII, personal identifiable information, is is uh, is being given out to a foreign adversary, and then they flipped the script all of a sudden and turned it on to Phillips and, and Engelbrecht and said, "You guys hacked the system. How did you get into it and all that?" And they started to flip the script here, and now they're completely gone. They're completely gone, and it somehow gets handed off to LA. I just can't, for the life of me, I can't believe that of all the the districts in the United States that that use the Connex software, the Los Angeles District Attorney is the one that uncovers this. I it's it's very hard to believe. You know, I'll take my victories when I can get them, but just be really careful of this. It's very strange. It's very strange, and it doesn't feel like much of a victory because even the mainstream media is sweeping it under the rug, picking it up at a local level and trying to spin this for something that it's not, um, which is really really. Um, unfortunate. We're going to come back to that in a minute, but I want to talk about what no one else is talking about. There was a failed, uh, there was a, a deterrent launch of missiles, a a joint U.S.-South Korean launch of missiles in response to North Korea. Um, put up uh, A1, if you would, and this came out of BBC World Asia. Failed North Korean military apologize after failed missile launch sparks alarm. You're not going to believe what you're about to hear. You don't have to put up the other part. Just put it down. I'll just read it. They reported hearing an explosion and seeing a fire overnight, but the military, which was said that there was no casualties, did not acknowledge the incident until seven hours later. The launch was in response to North Korea firing a missile over Japan early on Tuesday. Uh, The South Korean military later confirmed that one of their missiles failed soon after it was launched and crashed. This was separate to the ones launched by the U.S. The military said that the uh, Hayumo two missile carried a warhead but that it did not explode and apologized for causing worry stop right there joe stop right there what the hell it was carrying a warhead yeah 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 and it fired it over over japan i'd be pretty freaking pissed off right now if i was japan finding out that you're firing a missile that, by the way, didn't work, and you shot it over our country with a warhead attached to it. Well, Raphael Rashid said an explosion near uh, Gangneung uh, last night caused a social media storm in South Korea. Zero media reports or emergency alerts, raising suspicions of a cover-up, a jet crash, or a missile launch. It turns out it was the latter gone very wrong. I don't even know what to say about this. Like, this is... This is unbelievable. We do have a picture or video of it. Let's go ahead and play it if we can. Uh, Cut five. South Korea and the United States military fired surface-to-surface missiles early Wednesday in response to North Korea's latest ballistic missile launch. And there you go. There's the fireball. Where no casualties, just took out, looks like a village. That's all. Nobody died in the village. 
tell you what that did some damage if it's burning like that i was watching this earlier if it's burning like that i mean that's how how are there no casualties from that well yeah and it looks like there's a house right there so i don't think you have much of a i don't think you have much of a body to be able to find if there was a casualty but we didn't cover it here but if you want to go to australia they did cover it let's play cut six a provocative missile launch by North Korea has elicited a sharp response from its neighbor. South Korea embarking on dual the US. military demonstrations <laughs> with the United States, but it didn't go all to plan. A show of strength. Four ballistic missiles tear into the night sky from South Korea in a joint exercise with the United States. They were fired from the western port town of Gangnam, just 300 kilometres from North Korea. There was a moment of panic when one of the missiles crashed inside the airbase on takeoff. The blast and fire led some in the area to believe there had been an attack from North Korea. The multiple missile launch follows North Korea's firing of a nuclear-capable ballistic missile over Japan yesterday, one of the North's most provocative acts in years. We want to see the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. He hasn't shown an inclination to move in that direction. John Kirby. That's who this is. <laughs> Kim Jong-un's belligerence was met with missiles that eventually fell into the sea and a joint U.S.-Japanese fighter jet exercise over the Sea of Japan with pilots filming bombs dropping from aircraft onto outcrops below. The U.S. is now concerned North Korea is planning its seventh nuclear test. It would clearly constitute uh, a grave escalatory action and seriously th threaten regional and international security and stability. Mark Burrows, Nine News. So they, they said that they might be careless in North Korea and here they are bombing them, their own citizens? And the U.S. is involved. I mean, it's just, it, it strikes me as a little weird. Um, RT News did cover it. Also, Arab News did cover it. Um, you want to look at some of the things that they were able to say. Um, th everyone yeah, covered recklessly it. fires missiles to protest reckless North Korea test. I mean, like, this is embarrassing. Yeah. Once again, beyond embarrassing. And KJP, in her infinite wisdom, she was very clear uh, I mean, again, not the best optics. Was it top of mind? I, just I think it, it might have been top of mind. <laughs> uh, well, it was top of mind for her that it was a you know this bilateral bilateral exercise as well as uh, over the West Sea to showcase combined deterrent and dynamic strike capabilities. Not the best uh, way to demonstrate uh, you know exceptional dynamic strike capabilities. Hey, hey, Brian, can I be Captain Obvious for a minute? You mind? Always. I mean. You'd have to be Captain Dum Dum, which I'm not saying North Korea is the smartest people in the world, but don't you think they know that we have missile capabilities? <laughs> so, <laughs> so what exactly are you trying to say? Like, here, I'm going to fire something and I'm going to screw it up and I'm going to look like Captain Dum Dum, but Captain Dum Dum over there, you know, he's going to think that that our missiles just don't work. I was thinking the same exact thing. Like, wouldn't it be better that they just didn't know and we just, you know, tested it somewhere else that they can't, you know, watch our utter failure as we crash a missile into our, you know, South Korea's own local village? Stop in mind, though, because we're going to circle. We're going to circle back. We're going to circle back to the be being very clear that we have full capability of launching any sort of rocket at you. 
Well, I think that rocket's going to circle back, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so let's, let's go ahead and do this. We do have a fax blast today that is, it, 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 come on. Number one, the fax blast is, is simple. Why are you lying? Why are you using this twisted ideological uh, control of the narrative and not covering what's really happening around the world? So this is w World War III update, U.S.-South Korea combined deterrent ends in embarrassment and apologize. So not only did we do it, but then we apologize for it. So we have a letter to Congress we're putting out. This is the first time that uh, Pyongyang has flown a missile over Japan since 2017, not to pull the Trump card, but at least Rocketman <laughs> played ball with the prior administration. This failed show of force combined with uh, Kim Jong-un's refusal by the administration diplomacy efforts is an international embarrassment. While the White House feigns arrogance, or excuse me, ignorance about the motives of Pyongyang, timing suggests that the escalation is responsive to Vice President Harris' unforced errors in the region last week. Uh, so the demand for remedy is untangled the U.S. from all these foreign conflicts and put America and Americans first. And for the love of all that is good and holy, impeach the administration before they further escalate World War III. If you withdraw from Afghanistan, you become engaged in a half of a dozen new foreign conflicts, or are you, like Huffington Post, angle for a nuclear war to reverse global warming? Your policies are so insane, they actually seem, that actually seems likely. So please, make sure you go and, uh, and uh, tell these village idiots what's going on. And you can even say, signed Captain Obvious, because it's <laughs> obvious what they're doing. Did you, guys cover, uh, did you guys cover Putin's speech at all last week? Oh, my gosh. Not yet, because we, we, oh, I didn't man. get a chance to be back. But did you hear what he said? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. So, so let's get through the, the Koenig deal. Let's then talk about, because we have some other stuff we want to talk about what's happening in Tarrant County. And then you sent over a response to that. But let's talk about this election software and what the significance of it is. Um, you know, Stuart Thompson wrote a, and this is the guy that basically said you're an election denier. Conspiracy theorist. Yes. Okay. So if you put this up, he said the top executive of an elections technology company that has been the focus of attention among election deniers was arrested by Los Angeles County officials in connection with an investigation into the possible theft of personal information about poll workers, the county said on Tuesday. Eugene Yu, the founder and chief executive, um, chief executive of Koenig, the technology company, was taken into custody on suspicion of theft. The Los Angeles County District, George Gasson said in a... Gasson said in a statement, Koenig, which is based in Michigan, developed software to manage election logistics like scheduling poll workers. Los Angeles County is among its customers. What is your biggest fear, Brian? Well, my biggest fear is this. Uh, this is something we talked about at the pit. Um, this information, we're talking about these poll workers, their personal private information, social, social security numbers, bank account numbers, um, children you know the names and names and ages of their children probably the schools that they go to just the 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 amount of information that they've obtained from this company uh according to uh what we were what was disclosed at the pit is is astounding and you know all it takes is one person when you've infiltrated that level of of the election when you've infiltrated the personnel that are in charge of running the election all it takes is one person 
to you know i look i i, I did a uh, there was an i didn't do it there was an article jim hoff put up on gateway it was a guest post by jay valentine and it talks about uh from american thinker and it talks about artificial intelligence being used in the elections to go through these voter rolls and stuff like that and i was reading that article this morning getting ready for my daily recap when i started thinking about how that could apply to what we saw with Koenig, where they, you know, hacked in and or they didn't hack in. They were given it by quite frankly, they were given it um, where they're given uh, all this information and they have uh, the, the means to go through and determine where the most vulnerable targets are. So they can go through all this information and be like, hey, this person here has a negative. Uh, uh, a, uh, what do they call it? An overdraft on their bank account. They're in debt bigly. We need to get in there and we need to we can we can get access to this person and we we remember if you go back to 2020 there was an article released i want to say it was i want to say it was axios talking about two million chinese spies worldwide and up to fifty thousand or more in the united states alone and so what happens when one of these spies is activated and goes to uh you know goes to one of these poll workers or election workers that's struggling that has children that is in debt and says hey look if you plug this usb stick into this machine for 30 seconds and pull it out your 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 life you're on easy street you're on easy street you know, looking at the Tarrant County thing, $200 a ballot, and you got people breaking the law for money. Now, who's to say that this doesn't happen? So when they say that it hasn't been uh, used to change the, the results or the outcome or anything like that, first off, True the Vote never alleged that at the pit. They never once said that uh, the the pit, excuse me, that the uh, this hack, this breach, had anything to do with... Um, uh, the 2020 outcome. So, you know, first off, Stuart Thompson was dead wrong in, in even suggesting that in the New York Times piece. But now I am saying something happened. There was a reason that that happened. There was a reason that they hacked into this information. It wasn't just to say, aha, look, we can hack into all the election workers and we're going to steal all their bank accounts. We're going to steal all their money. That's not why they did that. That's not why they did that. And you guys could say, oh, put on your tinfoil hat. You're going down a conspiracy. You're talking about a $26 trillion economy that... Uh, you know, Trump was literally right before COVID hit. We were starting phase two of the China deal. China was going to lose $200 billion that they were going to, uh, you know, be obligated to invest in the United States by buying more products from the United States. Instead, you know, now it's just these freight, tra uh, these, uh, these, these, um, uh, cargo ships coming over here at, at the cyclic rate and not taking anything back because it's too expensive to send back empty containers to China. So it's just a lopsided trade deal, and Trump was trying to balance that out. Do you guys remember D. Dong Shang? Does that name ring ring a bell to you guys? Why does that sound he was, familiar? He was on Tucker Carlson, and he was do he wasn't on it. Tucker Carlson covered it, and he was the guy that did like the quote unquote TED talk over in China, and he was the one that said we now have our political allies back in power in Washington. The we have our political people, our circle is back in power. Trump is out. We've got this back. This is exactly what we're talking about. China. Don't think for a second that this data wasn't used in some way to manipulate something. Well, let let me let me ask you this question, and and I think I think that I want to circle back to this because I think it's important that we circle back to what's top of mind right now for me. Hey, uh, Brian, liar, 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 liar. Sorry, I'm going to keep doing it, man. The left are liars, 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 liars. Just Brian, be careful because you're starting to sound like you're in the tinfoil studio right now. I am in the tinfoil studio. I'm in the new tinfoil studio. No, no, the paint on my walls is literally called tinfoil gray. Is it really? 
Yeah, he's yeah, literally in the temple. I, I didn't realize too. this. My wife was looking at the swatch, and she's like, you paint your room gray? And I was like, yeah, I liked it. She looks at the swatch. She goes, tinfoil gray? I said, oh, wow, I didn't even catch that. Just <laughs> happened to be the color that I like. So, yeah, it's, it's literally Actually, tinfoil Actually, the, the person who sold it to you was like, put the tinfoil in it. <laughs> <laughs> the so, FBI so, has called Home Depot, and they're like, tinfoil gray for this guy. So super important that we talk about this because, uh, and I know that I'm deviating for, for selfish reasons, but Eric Coomer sued me in December of 2020 for defamation, uh, emotional distress, blah, 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 right? And what I said in November before people came to my house and tried to kill me, Apollo, did they not try to come to my house and try to kill me? Oh, a number of times. Yeah. And real quick, too, real yeah. quick. I mean, it was like within days. Within a couple of days, there were people at my house with guns trying to hurt me and my family. Okay, I just want to I just want to clarify that that, that actually ha- that happened. They did send powder to my house. I did have to have the FBI, who by the way to this day has never come to talk to me, and hazmat and the sheriffs out to my house. I, I have had to have SWAT show up at my home and chase people. That that has happened, right? So that happened within days of talking about Eric Coomer. Hey, don't worry about it. Trump's not going to win. I made effing sure of it. Now, now the reason why that's important is because I want to get into something else that is super, super important. Uh, Apollo, if you can grab that video for me, the three minutes of David Cross. Uh, Brian, you did a whole special on this. But let me tie things together for you. Connect is grabbing data, sending it back to China. Dominion Voting Systems has massive, massive breaches inside of the system. Massive, massive breaches. You have, you have a, a guy, uh, 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 Halderman, who writes something in 2019 talking about those those vulnerabilities? That report was not even seen as credible or or even uh, given any light of day. There's other reports that have come out of Maricopa, come out of Colorado, Mesa being one of the main ones. Uh, Coffee County, you have the stuff that came out of uh, Tennessee. You have the stuff that came out of um, uh, New Mexico. So we have a ton of data, a ton of data. Yes, I want the three minute version. Yes. It's, it's inside of the, the signal chat. Oh, okay. I put it in this morning. Um, this episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, They're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar- massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off 
everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online available to everyone across the entire country. This is a guy that Brian is the, is uh, bombacious, right? He's just, you know, I'm Eric Coomer likes a little Eric Coomer. This is a guy that wrote all of those posts, post the Antifa manifesto, right? Then try to convince everyone that Antifa is not a group. It's a, it's a, uh, it, it's a thought process, which is totally true. We it's found that ideology to be ideology. There you go. Don't forget he, that he was a skinhead. He was one of the nice skinheads though. He, Remember he that? was a skinhead twice, by the way, twice, almost went to prison for hurting people, was a drug addict, wrote an article about and published it publicly about how he urinated on his wife, sexually abused her, made her bark like a dog. He wrote this and then put her email address in it. Okay? Now, I'm not done yet. I haven't finished. He's the director of strategy and security. I came out on November 9th. Brian, we didn't know Jack, Jack, let's just say it. We didn't know Jack shit about Dominion. Did you? Did you know Dominion ran 50% of the vote of the American people? Hey, I, 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 I've already sent you this. I did. I did. But very few people did. I mean, I, I was, nobody else was talking about it. I wasn't digging into it. I wasn't even involved in it. I had nothing to do with it. I was looking for Antifa journalists. Now they want me to give up the Antifa journalists. They want to give up the person that gave me access to his, his social accounts. Although I didn't say that anybody gave me access to it. But he wants me to, he wants me to give up those things because so he can go punish those people. And yet they're saying nothing to see here. They've never published anything about Eric Coomer. Nothing. Nothing about Eric Coomer. Nothing. Right? Director of Strategy and Security holds the patent for adjudication process. For those of you who are listening, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little, whoo, okay, I'm going to bring it down a little bit. This is the guy that is the spokesperson for Dominion as well. So he's over here with strategy. He's over here with election security. He's pitching it. So he's the salesperson. He's the spokesperson for Dominion. Now, this is a multi-billion dollar company that is owned by investment companies, the same investment companies, by the way that own other election companies, ESNS, Smartmatic, uh, a Clear Ballot. The people are, are switching between all of those people. He's good friends with the guys that are the county clerks and recorders. Had him at his house in Colorado, right, in 2019, 2020, Let me ask you this, Brian. Does what we're about to watch, does it look like I made sure of it? Trump's not going to win. I made sure of it. Does it look like that? I want you all to know. Does it look like that? And why are we walking away from it? Why is this piece of being able to, to sue everyone when he's the one that actually was involved and complicit with the stealing of the election in 2020? Please tell me. Let's play the three minutes. Last October in Williamson County, Tennessee, an election observer there learned that two precinct scanners did not tab tabulate the votes properly. One tabulator had 163 ballots in it, but only recorded 79 votes. The other tabulator had 167 ballots, but only 19 votes were counted. Williamson County, Tennessee contacted the Tennessee Secretary of State. He conducted an investigation and found that seven of their 18 scanners did not count ballots accurately. 
the Tennessee Secretary of State contacted the United States government's Election Assistance Commission to investigate. The government conducted their own test with Pro-VNV, SLI compliance, and Dominion all present. After scanning the ballots, they got the same miscount of the ballots. Investigators reviewed the system log files, which is nothing more than a diary that the machine keeps of every interaction it has with a person or a piece of paper. It showed multiple instances of an error called a QR code signature mismatch with a warning message of ballot format or ID as unrecognizable. Testers noticed that the machines counted the votes properly until the error was triggered. After the error was triggered, every current ballot in the machine was not counted and every ballot after it was not counted until the machine was reset. The EAC, Dominion Pro VNV, and SLI compliance reported the cause as inconclusive. After a month, Dominion informed the government that the cause was an error in the scanner software. The government asked Dominion to fix it, and a patch was made. As part of the government's investigation, two other states that used the same software were notified of the problem, Alaska and Iowa. The EAC tells us there are no other reports of this problem. It is isolated to Tennessee. I remember seeing that exact same error code on Gwinnett County's 2020 primary files when I was researching suspect results for Judge Kathy Schrader. Those Gwinnett files from 2020 showed 84 instances of the Williamson error. We, the Election Oversight Group, asked the U.S. government if the Williamson error was found in any other states or counties. The author, please give me another moment. The author told us there were no reports of the Williamson error anywhere else in the United States. The Election Oversight Group placed open records requests for, for scanner history files from all 159 counties. Judge, you wanted us to present this, this information sooner, but we were unlawfully blocked and significantly delayed by Ryan Germany and Blake Evans. As of today, we have only files from 66 of the 159 counties. So far, 64 of the 66 counties reporting have the Williamson error. That's 97% of the Georgia files. You need to wrap up. I'll get there. The software causing the error was originally written in 2018. The software has not been updated on any Georgia scanners. The bottom line is, as our work indicates, the precinct scanners in Georgia have not counted ballots accurately since they were installed. The Secretary of State announced that he's going to be removing QR codes from the ballots, and that will do nothing to correct the issue. Mr. Cross, honor the time limit, please. I'm sorry? Honor the time limit. I hope the press will take a look at this. I sent you files. Mark, I hope that you'll report on it. Brian, respect the time. <laughs> Top of mind, respect the time. Please tell me. You have an uncover of 97%. Mm. Go ahead. 97%. 64 out of the 66 counties had this error code in them. And here's the thing. The two counties that don't is, is Pulaski and Fannin. And Fannin... Uh, they they replaced their machines just a couple days before the election because they had some huge issues with them. So they replaced their machines. So that that might be the reason they didn't have it. And Pulaski is just a, a I think they only had like three thousand voters. So they might not have even had enough voters to trigger this or enough voters to you know get a, enough of the sample size to see if this anomaly occurred. But yeah, I mean what, what David was saying there, and it's a, it's a, it's it's astonishing to me that John Poulos, the CEO of Dominion, that very same day got to speak for like an hour. Okay, now granted, they were taking questions. People were able to ask Pulos questions to which he would respond. But if you watched the way that the election board dealt with the questions, the whole time they're like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to ask him this question. This is not this is not a right question. Yeah, I'm not going to ask him this question either. This is not. 
he was literally screening the questions that they were asking Poulos. Like this is an uh, you know an open public hearing for the public, the first opportunity that the public has had to ask the CEO of Dominion, you know the the person that they are paying for to run their elections essentially their machines, and 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 they're screening the questions, and then. Uh, David Cross gets up there and they, they cut him off. I don't know how David kept his composure on there. I, you know, on my podcast I did with him, I gave him mad props for that because I would have been, I would have had a couple, uh, select words to, uh, to shout back when they told me respect the time. I'm like, you know, that was, the, David was the last presenter that day. Nobody, the, the meeting was adjourned after that. Like you couldn't give him another five minutes, but it's, but it's not like you and, and you're talking about the theft of the vote of the American people. And I have proof, 64 out of 66. It's, it's really simple. We have proof. Look into it. Did they look into it? No. Did not Mark, yet. Not yet. Did, did Mark, the one from the media, look into it? That I don't know. <laughs> no. I can answer the question for you. No, 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 no. I, I haven't liar, seen liar, any articles. Liar, 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 liar. Well, there was an article that was written. It was written by a guy named CanCon, Brian Lupo. On a Substack, do we have that Substack that we can put up? So, so Brian, walk us through this really quick, if you would, because you wrote and it has a lot of information. By the way, you can actually go to Can at CanCon on Telegram, sign up for a Substack, and get there from there, or we can put it up here. I think it's Substack. So uh, CanCon.substack.com. Yeah. Yeah. So, so on this article, we. Um, you know, I, I, I have to preface this by saying, you know, what Jeff Lenberg, uh, when he showed me the affidavit of his former boss, uh, Sidney Neil, McNeil Gutierrez, who is a colonel in the Air Force, an astronaut, I mean, a, a, just a genius, a, a yeah. very experienced vulnerabilities tester, all that. He had that quote, and I, I just, I tell people all the time, keep this quote in mind when you deal with anything with elections. Look at, look at the... Um, you know, the, the conic story, stealing all that election person, uh, the poll workers' data. The quote is, keep in mind, uh, uh, one of the most common vulnerabilities exploited is the natural human tendency to assume that a discrepancy is the result of an error rather than a product of a deliberate act. And so, you know, when you have the Williamson report where we found this anomaly in one place, the EAC panicked, they shut down like Williamson, they brought in, they brought in Dominion, they brought in ProVMV, they brought in SLI compliance, they said, figure out what happened. Everybody said, well, we don't know why it's doing this, but we fixed it. How did we fix it? Well, every time it pops up that provisional flag, we just turn it off. So you didn't fix anything. You didn't fix anything. You just put a Band-Aid over it. It's like putting a, a piece of tape over the check engine light so you can't see it anymore. You know, it's still there. Whatever it was is still there. You know, and, and, and they define an anomaly. The EAC defines an anomaly as anything that makes the machine not perform as expected. And when, when you're seeing the rejection rate, if you scroll down a little bit, I actually have a chart that shows the rejection rates that you see. Keep going, keep going. You'll see... Oh, Oh, it's making you subscribe. How are you not subscribed yet? Keep going. Not there. I'm subscribed. It's just That's an actual... I am subscribed. I pay you five bucks a month. You don't have to. Dude, don't pay for my sub stack. Everybody listening, please don't pay for my sub stack. I, I you know, the grift, I, I don't want money from all this. I didn't. Um, I didn't pay for it. I hit the keep good, going. Good. I did because I love all you. My, you're, all my bro, content, you're top of mind. You're top, you're top of, mind. of mind. Top of mind. Top of mind. All liar, my content liar, liar, liar. is always free, folks. Uh, but you can see here, this is a log, QR code signature mismatch. You can see the code itself. But if you scroll down a little bit more, oh, wait, nope. Actually, nope. Scratch that. I took it out of this article. I forgot. It's, that's, on, that's on the back burner for something else. But we saw these problems. Um, if you go all the way to the bottom, uh, Apollo, bring that back up. Go all the way to the bottom. 
and you can see a link for Floyd County right there. Floyd County ICC slog files. Yeah. Now that go ahead and click on that because this is extremely important because the Williamson County Tennessee report said that it was isolated to the ICP and that they were able to bring it to the ICCs and 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 run the election through the ICC and everything checked out okay. This Floyd County slog file right here that I personally FOIA requested this slog file is it from an ICC, an ImageCast Central high-speed scanner? Right. It has mismatch. It has the same exact error. QR code signature mismatch, ballot ID unrecognizable. This infects all of the machines. And, you know, I, 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 I'm very careful in my article not to call this fraud. We know the, the Dominion is lawsuit happy right now. We know that. Lawsuit so I'm happy not saying, for what? You, exactly. I mean, look. This is the problem: is that they had this lawfare that they're doing is it's it's crazy. It's it's absolutely crazy. You have there you have Coomer suing Mike Lindell to get access to me, so that so that I can go do a deposition because the lawsuit that his kangaroo court judge Antifa judge basically made a mockery of the entire legal system. Didn't follow any sort of law. Didn't follow anything. Overruled a twenty-year judge. It's up for appeals. So like, ah, we'll just sue Mike Lindell and we'll make it all about Joe Oatman, and then we'll go after him for a deposition. This is crazy. They're everywhere you turn. These people are frauds. Everywhere it's you lawfare. turn, huh? It's lawfare. Yeah, it's crazy. This it's is lawfare. nuts. This is nuts. I'm lying. They say I'm lying. This. I got I to gotta deviate for a minute. I got I to gotta hit. I got to circle back to this because it's top of mind right now, if I can, Brian. Come on, Just man. to be clear, we got to circle back. I'm going to circle back and be really clear. <laughs> I want to be clear about this before, but now I'm really clear about it now. Number one, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this as loud and proud as I possibly can. Eric Coomer can kiss my b and kiss it all the way up and down. I told you I would solve this very easily. We could go. I go out in my boxers in the middle of the street. You could stop getting people to do the wrap-up smears and everything else about me, right? You could stop all of it. We can go out in the middle of the street. You're a tough guy. You talk about how tough you are, right? You only the only tough skinhead that's your nuclear engineer. All right, dude, let's go right now. Let you work out. We go out there. We settle it like men. We don't need the lawfare. Winner takes all. Everything. This, uh, this is him, though. Let's go ahead and can we get to the part where he just basically says, "No, I didn't run into a building." Yeah, no, I got it. I no. got it. Good I point. think it's. I think it's right at this point. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Are you Eric? Yeah. So, were you driving your truck? Uh, no, I've been here putting the order away. No. Lie number one. Okay. Bing. Who was driving your truck? Uh, I don't know. Lie number two. Bing. Okay. I don't so know. Where is your truck? Uh, it's two blocks down on the right. <laughs> With yeah. massive and amount of damage. Yeah. Okay. Have you had anything to drink since you got here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Came in and drank. Had a couple shots with the cook. Okay. 2.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. Do you mind if we step out back and talk for a yeah. second? Yeah. All right. Go through this a little bit. <laughs> okay. flag, man. There you go. There, okay. Yeah. Oh, back up just a little bit. Unfortunately. It's over there. Okay. So what happened in between there? Okay. I'm going to come around to the front. Um, nothing. Line number four. Nothing at all. So you didn't hit a building. No. Line number five. 
<laughs> he doesn't even look. No bothering him at all. It bothers him zero. I have your truck with damage on it. Okay. Okay. Damage to a building down there. Okay. And witnesses saying the guy in blue plaid got out of the truck and came back here. Okay. <laughs> so you're saying that wasn't you? No. Lie number six. <laughs> you understand why that's hard to believe. But Understood. But you were the only person driving your vehicle. As far as I know. <laughs> you parked it two blocks up. I did. <laughs> Look how he licks his lips. There you go. There's again. He's drunk. Is what it, it oh, looks yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah, he's wasted. Oh, here he goes. He's stepping out. This is Coomer. Now we already have six like lives, and we probably skipped a couple in between. I feel like I've been more than fair with you, but give you the opportunity to explain what actually Attention happened. Here. here we go. You ready to report? The noise came by. So at this point. Looking for his lawyer. When you obviously responsible for this thing is property damage, but it doesn't make any sense. Understood. So. Like you said, we're at a fork in the road. The choice is yours. Okay. You can talk to my attorney. Okay, here you go. And no, he shows up. Okay, take this down. Everybody's seen this. I'm going to keep playing it. Brian, Brian, in a two-minute period of time, he lied six times. Did he look like it even bothered him at all? No. No. At all? Nope. They attack and upend my life. And this piece of trash, I haven't even gotten to the juicy stuff that I found out. There's people that have come out of the woodwork from Everywhere. Everywhere. All right. We can move <laughs> I on. made effing sure of it. The whole time I was looking at that stuff in Georgia, that's what I was thinking. We made effing sure of it. So, you made yeah. Sure of it. I, I mean, I, I, nothing to see here. Because he how was clear. dare this guy. What's that? He was clear. He was very clear that he had no, he didn't know about the building he hit. He had to finally admit it. And when he finally admitted it, this is how you know you're dealing with a psychopath. He put his head down and he started laughing. Like, hey, you don't know what I've gone through. Look what the American people are going Google through. Google my name. Google my name. Google my name. Have, have they even done one article, Brian? Have you heard one article on Eric Coomer that goes through who he is as a person? One? Yeah. Ash in America wrote it. Ash in, oh, you, yes. Yes, she did. She yes. wrote a great article about Eric Coomer uh, in response to the New York Times interview that they did with him and made him look like he was a really good person. I think that's where the uh, the, the the polite skinhead came from, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's a good but, but skinhead. Ash, yeah. yeah, Ash did an excellent article on, on Eric Coomer. The neo-Nazis in Ukraine are the good neo-Nazis because they're not killing Jews. Did you hear that? The mainstream media said that. Fa Facebook said that you can support neo-Nazis in Ukraine as long as they fight Russians. <laughs> what? What is happening yeah, it's here? Yeah, it's the headline on an Intercept article. Facebook neo-Nazis. Just look it up. <laughs> yeah. You. There you go, Gretchen. <laughs> yeah, so the whole time I'm watching this, and, and let me, can I, can I just plug real yes. quick the Election Oversight Group? Yes. Guys, this is a group. They've done this work 
I've been, yeah, David Cross, the gentleman that was speaking at the state election board, they've done more than just this information. They've done the risk limiting audit. They're the ones that made the big discovery that duplicate ballots were counted. They're the ones that discovered that the uh, the election day ballot images were missing. The Shaw files are missing. Chain of custody documents are incomplete. Poll tapes are unsigned. The work that election oversight group has done is absolutely phenomenal. And I, I'm asking you guys, a lot of you guys out there uh, have watched my show. You watch my show. You know that my integrity is beyond reproach. So when I say this, I am saying this from a place that I've never come before. They need help. They need financial assistance to go on the offensive with this information and some other information that they have. And you guys can do this by going to givesendgo.com slash election oversight. And that will go directly to them. They, uh, I, I can tell you right now, David Cross and, and Kevin are working extremely hard on taking this and going on the offensive. Because right now, right now, they are about to start, well, they just started issuing search warrants for the, the, the alternate electors and the, the Coffee County individuals. And they're going to start, I, I think indictments are going to be coming down pretty soon. So we got to go on the offensive with this. We got to strike while it's hot and, and, and keep, keep this up. So if you guys can five bucks, 10 bucks, whatever you can, um, it'll go make a sure long we way. Give, make, make sure we give something. Greg, just yeah. pull, pull and I promise you it'll be worth. Yeah. I promise you it'll be worth it. I can't say much more than that right now. Well, I want to, I want to just plug this. If I can, there, there are guys that are out there doing a lot of work, taking a lot of heat. Mike's taking a lot of heat. So we talk about supporting Mike Lindell and my pillow, by the way, Mike, I just want to apologize that I said the, the shite word four times. I, I'm really upset because I know what you're going through. You tried to go to the Supreme Court. You tried. You went to the Supreme Court and said, listen, just, just hear it. This is a doing a public good. They're suing me for defamation. I didn't defame them. I'm questioning the integrity of what they did. I have all of this mountains of evidence. Just throw it out. Supreme Court did not say no, they wouldn't throw it out. They just didn't hear it because they don't want to hear anything that's controversial that might disrupt their ability to sit in there in their black robes. I'm really upset about this and what they've done to Mike. But you have Mike. And you have David Cross, and you got Brian Lupo, and you got the Hoff brothers. Do not discredit what they did, and they have continued to do. And they've been sued by multiple people. You have Sidney Powell, who is constantly shedding light on people that are connected to other people. You have Kanakoa. You got, you got David Clements and his wife, who is amazing. Aaron. So you have lots of people in this entire deal that are fighting. And the left is building this thing saying grifter, 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 grifter. And I'm sitting here telling you right now, where's the grift? Please tell me where the grift is. I want to know where it is. Where is it? Where, where is it? Well, we don't have... We don't have somebody like Mark Zuckerberg to inject $460 million into our, our movement. So if we had that, uh, we'd be in a different place. Weaponizing, weaponizing media, weaponizing technology. I, I flew to Minneapolis and spoke there after a deal and talked to people. And I said, listen, you're, you're, everyone complains. Censorship, 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 censorship. It's really simple. Write down all the information. Take down Brian's post. Take down, build a paper. Say, look, and, and don't take my word for it. Think for yourself. And then walk out there to a thousand cars and put that thing on a thousand cars. A thousand cars. And keep doing it over and over and over and over again. Because you will wake more people up and say, look, I'm not the only one that feels this way. I can take my head out of the sand. Finally, there's people fighting. But we have to do it all over the country. So support Mike Lindell. CD21, Charlie, David, 21, Charlie Delta, 21, um, and go to my pillow or go to my store and use that code as well. You'll get discounts, especially on my coffee. Coomer Drunk, Coomer Drunk, 21. Coomer Drunk, 21, yeah. There you go, my coffee. We have, 
Um, and I, I got a new pair of slippers. I do want to thank the listener that sent me a pair of the tan slippers in size 10 and a half. I love them. They're awesome. So thank you. Yeah, there, there it is. I just bought a black pair. I got pair. it all, oh, I'm going to bring my slippers in tomorrow. Yeah, we're, I, am we're, a, I am a MyPillow junkie. Dude, I, the, the Giza sheets, I, I needed new sheets. And so my wife's like, so I'm going to go to get new sheets. And I was like, no, you're not. You're going to go to my pillow and you're going to buy sheets and you can use code CD21. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we just put in a huge order for that. Uh, we have more to talk about. I want to get to this. This is a Tarrant County. And I'm sorry that I, I'm sorry that I hijacked it with the stuff about Coomer. But, Brian, you actually sent me a text message saying you need to look at this. I'm doing this, this story on this. It, let me put it all together for you. And it, it fits. Everything fits like a glove and it shouldn't. They should have been able to hide it, but they had this this egomaniac named Eric Coomer who couldn't stop talking about it. And by the way, if he was not on the call with the journalist, the Antifa journalist, if he wasn't involved in those conversations, then why? Why does he post in the Antifa manifesto days after it comes out? Days. Like it hasn't even circulated around the United States yet, which is one of the reports that we did is, okay, where is this? Where, where, where was it posted? He was one of the first. And then you see the anti-American, anti-Trump, anti-police um, uh, rhetoric that he, they posted, hateful stuff, and stuff he said about Texas being, you know, really bad people. And then you see the, the, the fights that he gets into, and, the, and the, he's a drug addict, and he's got a Church of Satan uh, artist on his arm of the screaming Pope. I mean, I, it's, and then you have this. Then you have the fruit of the tree of what we're seeing out of Dominion and ESNS. Brian, how can you see anything else? You know, I, I, when you were when you were when we were going through when we were rehashing um, Ash's article, uh, one of the things that really caught me about Ash's article was I think in the New York Times, Coomer said that when he was hired, I think the first company that hired him was Sequoia, I yeah. believe. Yeah, when Sequoia hired him, he was like he was talking openly about being a drug addict and you know laying on the floor like trying to figure out what to do and all this. And he gets a phone call from an election company to come in and, and work for them. So he drives out. Look, I, he, well, well, the problem with this is is in order to join the military and have a secret clearance or anything of, of yeah. a sensitive nature, you have to go through a thorough, thorough background check. And every single thing that Eric Coomer did wrong in Ash's article would be an immediate disqualifier not a waiver now they're in the military there's waivers you can get a waiver for almost anything you smoke pot you could probably get a waiver for that you did coke you could probably get a waiver for that you can't get a waiver for, actually you can't get a waiver for coke you can get a waiver for pot uh if you do coke that's an immediate disqualifier if you do heroin that's an immediate disqualifier and 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 coomer is sitting here admitting to doing all this heroin stuff the heroin that, absolutely absolutely never in a million years should that man have been allowed near anything having to do with election election infrastructure period end of conversation dominion should be top-down investigated for even letting this man work for them nonetheless design the system security and 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 and, and hold the patents for the adjudication and everything it's it's absolutely insane that this man is not and in dominion itself is not under investigation for that specific uh you know fact alone well let let me Brian, let me ask you a question about this specifically dealing with, with what we're talking about now, with this, is that he's responsible for 50% of the vote of the American people, right? Yeah. 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 Polis that died. So I've put together a pretty robust 
hey, here's the here's the model for everything. Even with the with the whistleblowers, and I've now read all five thousand. Well, that's not true. I've read about forty five hundred of the affidavits um, that came through on from November of twenty twenty, right? And there's there's stuff that we've basically glossed over that we've that we've missed that are affidavits that are telling, right? You you I'm have sure. you have you have those people that came out of Michigan that were that were poll, poll watchers. You have those people. So you have all of this data, all this information, and we we brought in experts, right? On our side, we brought in experts. We did all these things. Where's their experts? Yeah, uh, who, who, who did they bring in as an expert? Nobody. Halderman. But Halderman's the one that said that there was problems. Now he's saying, uh, now he's trying to gloss over it because he's too far in. He thought he was doing the work. He was. He wasn't connected, right? Now he's connected. Somebody is doing this to him, right? Is my guess. Like here, here's some money. And he talks about the vulnerabilities. They still haven't been fixed. You have to think the game out of 2020. Polis gave, in response to what David Cross said, he said that the paper ballots have always been the thing that should back up what the machines do. Brian, have we ever had access John to the machines? John Pulos said that. Hold on, Joe. John Pulos said that in his testimony yeah. in Georgia, that yeah. we have uh, the paper ballots to do robust audits and that we need yeah. to be doing that. He admitted that himself, and we still can't get a, a hand count of, of an actual hand count, not with the bull crap that Raffensperger did in 2020. An actual hand count, we, we can't do it. You know, uh, several counties tried to unseal the ballots to count the primary race, and, and their attorneys came in and ran interference and said, if you do it, we're going to fine you $5,000. So take the fine. Take the yeah, fine. Per ballot. What per the ballot. hell is – What the, it doesn't matter. Don't pay it. Just don't pay it. It's really simple. Why are you keeping people from the paper ballots when it's our vote? And then telling us that there's nothing to see here. This is why I get so angry about this. But nothing is this is this is just as telling, Brian. Tarrant County. Let's go back to it for a minute. Yes. I want to play this video if I can. And we're going to go over by about 10 minutes, everyone. So just so you know, about 10 minutes. If you're on Frank's Beach, make it over. Before you do, go to Frank's Beach and pick up a pillow. But we're going to go over by about 10 minutes. I want to play this video if I can, Brian. This is the video in Tarrant County that came out of the, uh, the, the, the and I'm going to let you explain it afterwards. Go ahead and play it. Okay. How much for each ballot? Each time I get someone to sign, they give me someone to sign the absentee ballot? Yeah. But that wasn't easy, though. Those people were 65 and old. People were 65 and old, you know? And it wasn't that easy. Like, uh, one day I got like, one day I got like $1,200 for one day. $1,200? Yeah, like four hours. How much money did you make? You know, I did for like six months, man. I had gotten a room at the Echo, you know, stayed up for six months. Every day, every time I went, I got somebody to sign, you know? So in six months' time, what would I, how much do you think roughly? I say, I'd average, man, at least 900 $1,200 a week. $1,200 a week? So would they, would they pay you cash or what? Cash. So who would actually give you the cash? Sure. Deborah Peoples is the former Demery Party Chair. Did you fill out anything or you have a number filled out? No, I got to fill it out while I'm talking to them and then push around and let them sign it. Like, so you voted everyone for them? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and, 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 you know, once you vote once, it's vote all Democrats. They, they voted for everybody. Yeah. And they weren't intended to do that. It's kind of leading them, like. Yeah, and you weren't, were you telling them that you were doing that? 
No, I was told what Susan told me to tell him, you know, like. What would you tell them when you tell them that they're, I mean, like, how would you want to sign? We just making sure we got and the system is, 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 is correct, you know, and they already have information. They have his name, his kid's name, or how old it was, his birthday, his phone number. I said, this information correct? They said, yeah, well, sign if it's correct. You know, once you sign in, vote it, you know, like, you know what I mean? Dang. So was it a paper ballot or on the, on the computer? It's it, I, both. Both? So then, and I had paper as well. So then you take it back to Stuart, and Stuart Clegg, yeah. and who else? Deborah Peoples. She's the district chair yeah. for Democrat Airports. Deborah Peoples. She's the district chair for Democrat Airports. Deborah Peoples. She's the district chair for Democrat Airports. What did you just watch, Brian? <laughs> you watched a homeless man that can implicate and name not only implicate but name just name. The Democratic Party chair for his for his uh, for his uh, county. I, I, I guarantee you, out of everybody listening in the audience, maybe ten people can tell you the opposing party's Democratic chair or the even the Republican chair for their county. I can't tell you them for mine, and I'm very plugged in, in in politics, not so much local, but I couldn't tell you who my local chair chairs are. But this guy knew. Him. Not only that, he implicates them. He implicates Stuart Clegg. He implicates uh, Deborah Peoples, and he implicates this guy Ruben. We don't. I don't know who Ruben is yet, um, but he implicates three people in this. Now he was arrested. Charles Jackson was arrested. He went to jail for ten days, ten days. time served. Ten days time served uh, for a single count of falsifying information on a ballot application. Um, he says in in the long term, that's a two minute video that Kanko the Great made. So in the long form, he says um, uh, that when I was in jail, they brought me to an interview room and the Star Telegram, who's a local Fort Worth newspaper, the Star Telegram showed up and they wanted to interview me and I was really scared. And Stuart Clegg came and bailed me out real quick. Think about that. Stuart Clegg, the executive director of the Tarrant County Democratic Party, came and bailed a homeless man accused of election fraud out of prison. Very quickly. And remember, we do have an excellent sponsor of the show, and that is Air Medcare Network. So today's podcast is, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. And if you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, or if you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors or do uh, you know dangerous things like some of us like to do that may require some emergency medical attention, we all want to make sure that our family is protected in a medical emergency uh, and health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight if, in fact, you do need one. But with Air MedCare Network, you are covered. For as little as $85 a year, not only you but your entire household will be covered in case you ever need air medical transport. Uh, this is a super, super good deal, very low cost, and it's insurance that if you need it, you do want to make sure that you have it. I know people personally who have had to cover those costs, and believe me, they are very expensive. So simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Receive up to a $50 Visa gift card back when you sign up today. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and promo code is daily. Go check them out. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's not cool the biggest part of the story, everyone. That's not the biggest part of the story. Brian, the sheriff's office in Tarrant County, who has this evidence, they said what? They are not going to investigate it. Tarrant County, Texas won't investigate police body cam footage of ballot harvesting confession. Why? Yeah. So the, the Tarrant County, Texas uh, uh, sheriff out there, the Tarrant County sheriff, uh, Bill Wayborn, 
um, said that he's not going to investigate it. His office won't investigate it because he's endorsed somebody in the race and he thinks it would be a conflict of interest. So apparently, uh, if you're running for office and you've been implicated of an election crime, um, you are still allowed to run for office and nobody can investigate it, I guess, because they sent it off to the attorney general's office. Uh, the, 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 the sheriff's office in Tarrant County said they sent it off to the, sh the attorney general. The problem with this is that the criminal court of appeals in Texas, which is the, the Supreme Court, okay, there is no Supreme Court for a criminal. Uh, the criminal court of appeals in Texas determined several months back that the attorney general does not have the authority to investigate election fraud or election crimes. The only way that the attorney general's office can investigate them is if they are invited to investigate by a local prosecutor. The local prosecutor in Tarrant County, Texas, is a woman by the name of Sharon Wilson, who is a Republican. Um, I'm told she's a rhino. I can't say anything on that, but I'm told from, from you know sources on the ground in Tarrant County that she's a rhino, and she is not running for re-election. So the uh, odds that we actually get somebody to investigate this um, either prior to the election or after the election are slim to none. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't see any hope in that. Well, and the Democrat party put out a response to this, this as well. So the, the, the sheriff endorsed the other candidate. So won't no, no, they could see it. I mean, this is clear election fraud that implicates the person running for office. And this is how Tarrant County responded. This is ridiculous. This just came out September 22nd. Tarrant County Democrat Party Chair Dr. Allison Campalo statement regarding the Republican Party strategy of attack to distract. This is bull <laughs> and, uh, an unauthenticated video. Unauthenticated, by the way, came from body cam footage from the sheriff's office. Yep. Is being spread by local Republicans with wild claims hoping to distract from an outstanding candidate, Deborah Peoples, for county judge. Republicans believe they're, these baseless allegations against a woman of color are enough to distract the O'Hare's terrible record of raising taxes, wasteful spending, and scaremongering around critical race theory as an excuse to defund our public schools. The virus of unsubstantiated allegations seems to have infected several Republican candidates recently. Our, world, our wonderful community advocate and and candidate Alyssa Simmons for County Commissioner's Court, Precinct 2, has had to fight disinformation from her opponent also this week, attributing to a false Facebook account to her. Only a couple of weeks ago, another candidate, another woman of color, was attacked viciously online for daring to call out the blatant racism at her goddaughter sports event. Politics won by deception and anger produce poor results for the public when they drive away true public servants like Deborah Peoples. Alyssa Simmons... Uh, Lisa Pamplin and others wholeheartedly wanting to serve our community. Okay, Brian, tell me. Just to be clear, just to be Cir clear, circle back on this, will you? It is not unauthenticated video. <laughs> it is not a baseless allegation. It is an allegation from somebody who was arrested, you know, uh, convicted. Did time served on something he was supposed to get 10 years? He got 10 days. He was bailed out by Deborah Peoples' uh, campaign manager, Stuart Clegg, the executive director of the Tarrant County Democratic Party. All right. And uh, yeah, that's all there is to it. I mean, we just want somebody to investigate this. Now, the, the shocking part of this, uh, Joe, is they go on to talk about woman of color. She's a woman of color. Well, Charles Jackson is a homeless man of color. Okay, so I guess when, the, when yeah. the elitist women of color, it's okay for them to use the race card, but it's not okay. It's okay for them to call, you know, 
Charles Jackson, a man of a homeless man of color. So it's okay to call him a liar. Uh, Leticia Sanchez and the other three women that were uh, completely in a separate, by the way, completely separate from Charles Jackson. All right, the, the, the guy from the video, completely separate. These four women are in prison right now, convicted of, of, of election crimes. And guess what? They also implicated Stuart Clegg in their case. They said he's the man that paid us. He's the man that organized this. He's the man that did all this. And he's still not even being investigated. Tarrant County Sheriff is like, yeah, we can't look at it. I already endorsed a candidate. What's even worse is if you look at that letter and you go down to the last paragraph and they talk about Lessa Pamplin, she yeah. is running for office in Fort Worth. Do you know that story, Joe? No, I don't. I mean, yeah, it's hard to keep up with as much fraud as these people I know. participate in. Wait till you hear this. And this, 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 this story is, she says her goddaughter was harassed at a, at a, uh, called racial slurs at a sporting event. She was a volleyball player or is a volleyball player for the Duke Blue Devils. And she was playing Brigham Young University up in, up in Utah. Oh, And yes. she alleged, she alleged that a fan kept calling her the N word every time she would go to serve. The problem is, is the, 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 the match was aired on television. And they also had other cameras in the building for scouting and all that stuff. They reviewed all the footage, nothing. They interviewed 50 people that were there in the stands, nothing. Somebody would have heard that, folks. Like, I know conservatives anywhere are good people. And if somebody heard somebody heckling another athlete, a college student, and calling him the N-word, everybody would be all over that guy. They'd be I'd, throwing him out for that. No, no, no. He, he would have got his teeth kicked in. Had I been there? Absolutely. Had I been there and seen it? I mean, it, look, I, I'm not a violent person, but it, yeah, I was described by a pastor the other day. He goes, Joe, you're a sheepdog. Yes. You're a sheepdog. You're a protect protector of people, right? Yep. And you want to protect the sheep. You want to make sure that people... You know, get what they should get. They want to, you want to make, you actually do believe in equality. And seeing somebody that would say that to another person, man, I tell you what, it, it could be, it could be my best friend and I would literally knock his teeth out. I would. Yes. Because I dealt with him Absolutely. growing he up. Wouldn't be my, he wouldn't be my best friend anymore. No, I mean, somebody that would, that would ever, that would ever, somebody that would ever do something like that to disparage another human being and, and do something that, you know, you might not think it's significant, but they do. And to, to deliberately try and hurt somebody like that is just one of the sickest things a person can do. So for, for somebody to make an accusation like that and, and, and wildly try and politicize something like that is disgusting. But I want Joe, that's not even the worst part. First off, that was debunked by CNN before this letter was released. CNN had already debunked this. The Tarrant County De democratic party literally put disinformation in that letter, knowing that Jake Tapper, I think it was Jake Tapper on CNN, uh, 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 debunked that as not true. Now, Lisa Pamplin, Will Kane from Fox and Friends, put out a tweet going after Lisa Pamplin, showing the, the real racism here. Uh, these are some of the tweets real quick. Um, I knew she was married to a white boy just reading the tweet. Uh, Bernie Sanders rallies are so white. If you're white, you would to you totally wouldn't understand. This one I love. As a person of color, I'm glad my family doesn't have this problem. The one white person that married in knows not to say a damn thing. Could you imagine like going to a family dinner now with that woman, <laughs> knowing that she looks at you as the the one white person and knowing to keep your mouth shut? Uh, what else she says? She says. You damn straight about that. Why people being white? W-H-Y-P-I-P-O. Apparently, that's like a new racial term or something. Um, why does CNN consistently interview these white women? Would expect nothing less from a pale white chick. Sit down, Becky. And then my favorite one. You poor white mother bleepers can't take it.
I mean, this woman is just, and that's not all of them, folks. There's more. This woman is flat out the epitome of racist. And for her to make up a story like this and still be accepted in Fort Worth by the Democratic Party as the candidate just for, a liar. I don't even know what I'm running for. She just, it's disgusting. Just a liar. And, and I think that we, we have to get to that place where we call it what it is. Simple. Right? Call it's them disgusting. what they are. And the Tarrant County Democrats just turn around and they're like, oh, yeah, our, our woman of color is being attacked. Well, you know, I mean, how much, how much longer are they going to sit back and just be like, yeah, you can say whatever you want. And this is why, by the way, this is why we have to go door to door and put flyers out on, on everybody's car and tell the truth and, and say it. Hey, these are, these are truth facts, truth facts. They're lying to you. They're lying to you. Let's call them what they are. Liar, 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 liar. I'm sorry. I'm getting into it. Woo! Liar, 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 liar. They're just liars. All of them. Sorry if I got your ears. You know, Joe, I got, I just, you know what, you know what else really irks me about this? Nobody in the mainstream has picked this up at all. No. Nobody has picked this up. We're talking about a county with, I think, 4 million people, 3 million people. The, the lar- it's the largest conservative county in the United States. And it went blue last election in 2020 for the first time in 56 years. And this is why. We're seeing it now. Because you know, they're rhinos. Because there are people that are in, on the Republican side that are doing the biddings. And are, they're basically sleeper cells. And everybody wants to say, I'd rather have a bad Republican than a, than a good uh, Democrat. I'm like, they're all bad. It's not America first. You saw what they did to Trump in 2017. They stood in the way of progress. Yep. Ah, man. Somebody investigate this. Somebody investigate this. Somebody investigate this. Yeah. So I want to... I want to... I don't know what this is supposed to mean. Uh, Joe makes a great wartime cheerleader before hitting the missile launch buttons. I... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I just said I'd go out in the street in my boxers. I, I'm all about it. Like, if you're going to talk about it, you better be about it. Right? You want to – I know who I am. So maybe. But uh, I, I want to br- put this up if we can. Did, did you find it yet? Uh, the White Lives Matter hoodie? Yeah. Did you, he's wearing Oh, it. man. So this is Kanye West wearing a White Lives Matter hoodie. He w- but that wasn't the best part. Candace Owens was wearing it too, <laughs> and I was yeah. I was like, "Good old Kanye, you can just get him." What he's trying to say is, and he said, "Black Lives Matter is is a hoax. It's a it's a joke. It was a fraud." And now you guys are just starting to figure it out. Let me show you something. Why lives matter, and <laughs> and what he's saying is, you guys are stupid. You played into this. Same with Elon Musk coming out saying, "You know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna buy." It. There it is. There's there's uh, Candace Owens and Kanye West wearing their White Lives Matter shirts and sweatshirts, and they're standing next to each other, and everyone's like, "Oh, Uncle Tom and Aunt Tom." <laughs> uh, do you uh, did you see the the tweet that I sent you? No. It's a uh, keep triggering whatever racist Megan. Uh, she says Kanye West making black models wear White Lives Matter shirts is a culmination of his anti-blackness and immersion in white supremacy ideology. Is disgusting. So you know what, what happens you, when you flip the what happens when you flip the script on this? Like, huh. what about white people that wear BLM shirts? Like, what, what, 
I mean, this is so ridiculous. If this doesn't point out the hypocrisy, like like the, the the black community and the white the white virtue signaling community, they can all be okay doing this. But it's it's a different thing if a white community says it and, and a couple what do you call them black virtue signaling people come over. It's like the hypocrisy in this. I was going to cover this in my daily recap today, just because I was going to say I don't necessarily approve of this. I think it's stupid. Let's just ignore BLM, WLM, ignore it all. But then I started reading the article on Gateway for my daily recap, and New York Post is like. Like white lives matter is a white supremacist term and i'm like oh oh yeah kanye is just out there peddling white suprem blatant white supremacy it's and that was from the new york post folks that said white supremacist this is a white supremacist i've never heard white lives matter from any white supremacist i've heard all lives matter but <sighs> i sorry. you know nothing is better than the than the and we're gonna have to wrap up so i'm gonna wrap it up with this nothing is better than the bros movie I don't know if you guys saw this. <laughs> All right, guys, listen. They spent, they spent $60 million. Let me just break it down for you. Last thing we're going to do is last piece of stuff I'm going to give you. Make sure that Zach is doing cuts on this because this is going to be funny. Funny. Okay. Returded. By the way, Brian, if you didn't know, I've, I've gotten us a word that we can use called returted and Right, so returd is when a bird poops, goes down, swoops it up, eats it, goes back up in the air, and returds it. So we call people returds because they, you know, scoop up crap, put it in their mouth, and then they returd it. So they're returded. Love it. Right. So and they're like, hey, we know what you mean. Do you really? I just told you what I meant. I, I call them returded because <laughs> they returded. Shit. Shit. Okay. So where was I going with it? I, oh, oh, yeah, the bros. Bros, okay. bros. All right. Opening weekend, opening weekend, it did 4.5. They spent over $60 million pushing this across the entire United States. The movie is called Bros. It's about two men having sex all the time through the movie. And that somewhere along the line, we're all homophobes because we didn't watch it. It did $4.5 million in the first three days that weekend, okay, across thirty-three over 3,300 theaters. That's an average of seven people. Now, I'm just doing the math for you. <laughs> Straight people just didn't show up. That's what Bros star <laughs> Billy Eckner says, reacts to disappointing deal. And he says that we're all homophobes because we didn't watch a couple dudes having sex <laughs> inside of a, a thing. I, and so not only did like straight people reject it, but like gay people, trans people, green people, blue people, it Bombed. It bombed so magnificently, Brian, that literally gay people are like, look, this is all BS. This like gay porn parade that you guys are trying to figure out, that doesn't fit society. It doesn't even make any sense. Like, I'm out. And now they're mad at us and said that we're homophobes because their movie was total crap and nobody wants to watch it. Yeah, well, my, again, my, this, my favorite part was Oh, go, go ahead, Apollo. Oh, I was oh just my favorite part was when they called us. Damn it. <laughs> my favorite part was when they called us homophobes, and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I can't remember the last rom com that I went to go see. Can you? Can any of you guys remember the last romantic Wait. comedy you went to go see? Hold on. It doesn't so matter. It's not romantic one? comedy, right? Right. It's, you think it's go soft see one gay about, porn? About two gay dudes, right? I, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Wait. No. Sorry. 
And he's like, it's such a good movie. And everybody's like, oh, it's so good. Oh, it's such a good movie. <laughs> I got to go see that Angeles. movie. It sold out here, yeah. which means that nobody showed up across the entire country to watch it. They were like, mm-mm, mm-mm. And it wasn't like Brokeback Mountain, where you could accidentally walk into it not knowing what it's about because it has two cowboys on a deal. Yeah, you get right? halfway through and you're like, yeah. oh. Oh, and, and I'm going to tell you something. I, re- I remember going to Brokeback Mountain, and about 20 minutes in, <laughs> I, I looked at my wife, and I was like, we are leaving right now. She goes, you are not going to leave. We're going to watch the rest of it. And I was like, all right, fine. We'll watch the rest of it. At the end of it, I was like, Ugh. Yeah, people walking out, they were going, that was so beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> no, I was, I was in Prague. I was in Prague. That's where I was at the time, okay? And they had that or the Geisha movie. Geisha, right? Geisha. Geisha, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I don't really want to watch Geisha. And I was like, oh, it's a kind of a, you know, cowboy movie. So I asked a couple <laughs> people over there. <laughs> My wife and I knew nothing about it. This is true. I also voted for Obama the first time. So I don't know, maybe I bumped my head somewhere in the middle of all that, right? So but <laughs> the hilarious part about this is that I, I did end up leaving because I was like, I'm out of here. Out, 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 out. I'm running. And it's not because I'm a homophobe. It's just that... I, I was like, Ooh. I didn't want to be throwing up in the in the movie theater because it's not it's it's it has, ugh. no. Well, but again, like with this whole you know blackwashing of of characters, like listen, people are not just racist. So we say, oh, they made it black. We have to boycott. Like that's now we're not like blackcotting movies. Stop taking movies that are already made and then doing shitty you know revamps of them and painting you know the color black on the character and then saying that everyone's racist for not wanting to go see a crappy version of a movie that we already watched how about you just make a movie like make your own movies it's really simple a unique idea well i got a better idea ready i got a i got a way better idea ready let's just ignore them and go like play cards or something and just not watch any of them right yep that's what we're doing and we're winning we're yeah. winning five million dollars, four and a half million dollars in a, in a sixty million dollar movie. <laughs> I, I did the math real that, quick. I, I I did the math real quick. That comes down to like one hundred and fifty people per theater across the United States saw that movie. By the way, a theater holds three or four hundred people. You know, no, well, no, no, down no. here, the, the average big. cost is twenty two dollars a ticket. It's six person per theater. Oh, six person. Tw- it's twenty two dollars. Twenty two dollars right now because they count concessions as well as the price of oh. the ticket. Twenty two dollars a ticket. So you're talking twenty two dollars ticket. It's less than six. It's six people per theater, right? Not one hundred and fifty. Wow, right? That's uh, insane. Uh. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it was a it was a magnificent success for humanity. Okay, um, I, I want to I want to tell you guys what we're going to be doing tonight. We're going to be making phone calls tonight. We're going to ask. We're going to be calling media personalities on the air and asking them questions. And, uh, you know, media people, you know, the journalists. Hey, would you like to comment on what the Koenig deal? And then say, well, what, what, are you saying that there's no election fraud? We're going to do it live on the air tonight. Live. Live on the air. And we're going to do this every week. Every week we're going to just, we're going to taunt these pieces of trash. And uh, have they're going to catch wind of it. I mean, it's going to be really bad. Probably shouldn't have just announced it. Oh, we did announce it. <laughs> I want to announce it. Hey, but you know what? It gives the last time the they didn't know, and I just brought him in. I was like, oh, yeah, totally. It He's available. Awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Tell me it wasn't awesome. Oh, it was, it was that great. was one of the hit pieces they wrote about me, saying that I have 57 lawsuits and 
I was like, 57. I had to go back and look. I bet five. So that was oh, Voice of America, right? Was it Voice of America? I think oh, so. Oh, it was Voice yeah, of America. Yeah. And they somebody must have called him and said, Joe's got your live on the air. Get off the air. Get off the air. <laughs> well, because they I, called me asking, like, hey, can we talk to Joe? I'm like, yeah, call back. Call me back in 20. Uh, he's going to be out of a meeting. Just call me back, like, five after. Uh, I'll get you on the phone with him. No <laughs> Piped problem. Piped it right into here. <laughs> Brian, it was magnificent. Magnificent. <laughs> okay, so I want to awesome. – I want to – if we can, we'll just wrap it up with prayer. Brian, I'm going to be praying for you because you've got a lot of good work that you're doing. Um, and uh, you can find Brian at CanCon, by the way, at CanCon, C-A-N-N-C-O-N. You can find him at Rumble. You can find him at Telegram. You can find him on Truth Social. Uh, go over there and hit the follow button. He's got some great information, does some great stuff. Um, you can also find him at Substack dot, or CanCon.Substack.com, right? I see that right? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Breaking news. Uh-oh, what happened? I just got an email back from Tarrant County. Oh, no. Communications. Here is our response. The Court of Criminal Appeals decision in Stevens has no effect on the Attorney General's authority to investigate election crimes. Our election integrity prosecutors stand ready to assist any district or county attorneys that request assistance. That's literally what I said, <laughs> that they have to request the assistance, uh, either in investigations or prosecutions. We have been made aware of video wherein Mr. Jackson appears to confess to several election crimes, and as he describes in the video, these were at the directive of Deborah Peoples. However, the crimes he is describing are from the 2016 election, and the statute of limitations bars prosecution of those offenses. So there you go. Bars? Statute of limitations. She got past it. She got, she got past it, and they're still doing it. Yeah. Well, we don't know if they're still doing it. But. Why not investigate her and, and get into it? And by the way, the federal statute of limitations for stealing the voice of the American people has not run. So why are the feds I'd be pissed if I was Tarrant County. I would be, if I lived in Tarrant County, if I lived in Texas, I would be furious at that response right there. Statute of limitations for our elected officials. This woman is going to run for, for, for a county judge, judge which She'll is a mayoral position. No, no, no. It's not a judicial position. Oh, it's not She's going to run okay. the no, she's going to run the entire county. Oh my God! It's it's like it's, yeah, the, the 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 Tarrant County judge is not a judicial position. She is going to be like the mayor. She's going to be in charge of the budget. The she's the executive of 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 Tarrant County. It's the biggest. It's the highest elected office in Tarrant County. The fourth largest. Uh, uh, the fourth largest county in Texas and the largest conservative county in the United States. And they can't investigate it because it was from 2016 past the statute of limitations. I don't think Clay, I don't think uh, Jackson ever said when it was in 20, you know, he never gave a time in there. So I don't know how they assumed that it was 2016. Well, they, maybe they didn't. Maybe they're just making it up. And that's really what it comes down to. Well, call Ter Texas and be like, hey, Ken Paxton, you're on the ballot too. Just remember that. Should be. All right, let's go ahead and pray. Lap up. Hey, thanks, people, for, wait, for waiting around with us and uh, staying with us. Make sure you hit the share button. Make sure that you push this out as many places as possible. If you're driving to work, you can download it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeart, and all of those as well. Go over there and make sure you download it. Make sure you follow Brian. More important, make sure after this or during this, as we pray, that you get on your knees and you pray and you just thank God for all the things that you have in your life, but also just to give us guidance, give us support, give us wisdom so that we can be the tools in this fight that we can get across the finish line. Justice, the wheels of justice do turn slowly. We know that. Uh, just making sure that we make it turn just a little bit more, more quickly is something we have to do, and that's just by holding people accountable. So let's go ahead and pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you for uh, having Brian's voice on the show today. Thank you for the work that he's done. 
Thank you for the, his humility and his constant push and targeting towards uh, truth and for justice for the American people. Thank you, Father, for Brian putting uh, courage ahead of his own uh, personal interest and for just doing the work um, to protect our nation that he's doing. He, he is not a, this is, this is not new to him. He has served our nation honorably, and I just thank you for having him in this fight. Father, I would just ask you to guide us, guide us as we go about our daily business, that we may honor you, that we may step in the gap and do the things that are necessary in order to protect our nation. I would ask you to pull back the veil and to show more people. Father, we, we know that as you show more people truth, that they're going to need an immense amount of courage. So I would just ask you, Father, to put that on their hearts. Father, I would ask you to guard Brian's heart and his mind, um, help him to restore his community. I know that he's down in Florida right now. You know he's down in Florida, and they are facing the aftermath of this this uh, hurricane that swept across the state. And Father, so I would ask you to help those that are in need down in, in Florida and help them to be able to rebuild even better than it was before, to actually build back better. Father, I, I just... I just ask for the strength to get through all this, the tenacity and the, and the stamina, Father. Help us to be able to push out all those people that would uh, try to, to make us doubt what we're doing. Father, help us to always follow the truth regardless of what they do to try and uh, ruin or to hurt our reputations. Father, help us to stay grounded in character, Father. Help us stay grounded in the word in, that you have. It says in Galatians 4.16, faith without, excuse me, Verse 16, am I the enemy because I tell you the truth? And the, and the truth is something very powerful. We just have to embrace it and we have to speak it. So help us that we may not only know the truth, but be able to become ambassadors of that truth. Father, thank you again. And, I, and we pray for all of these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Oh, I almost, I almost went with faith without works is dead. I almost went to James. And I, was I like, know, I know. I have all this stuff in my head. I've been able to study the Bible for the last couple of days. I took a couple of days off, and Paul, you did a great job, by the way. So thank Thanks. you to you and Ash and everyone else for the work that you did. Well, that's it, Brian. You got anything to end us up with? Just uh, if if you're of the financial position, guys, go to givesendgo.com slash election oversight yeah. and uh, help support them in their fight while we go on the offensive. We are We're going on the offensive. So uh, jump on over there, please. And, and thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, brother. We'll see you guys tonight when we make some phone calls. Absolutely. Take care, gentlemen. All right, take care. God bless see you, you, brother. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, 
you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.